Hello, and welcome to Chatterbox Dreams. I'm Danielle, and this is English with Danielle. Okay, so today we are going to do a little Q&A, also known as question and answer. So in this stream, I'm just going to go through a few of the questions that you've left in the chat and a few questions that I got on social media, and I'll just give you some answers to the, to the questions, okay? So the questions, a lot of them are about like maybe learning strategies or um, grammar questions, so I will get to all of those. Any additional questions you have, you can leave them in the chat throughout the stream, and I will be sure to answer them in the next stream, the next Q&A stream, okay? So let's get started. Hello to everyone in the chat. I've gotten so many hellos, hi. And people are coming from all over the world again. We have someone from Chile, from India, from Kurdistan, from Egypt, from Moscow, wow, Greece, Germany, from all over. So hello to everyone, and thank you so much for joining. Okay, so the first question is, where are you from, Danielle? Which I love, talking about where I'm from. <laughs> so you might have guessed by my accent and from all my streams where I talk about where I'm from, I am actually U.S. American. So I'm from, I was born and raised in the United States, um, particularly Richmond, Virginia, which is on the East Coast um, of the United States. But I also am from, because I was born in Alabama. So if you've ever watched any of my streams, especially those ones about the U.S., you'll hear that I'm, I am very much a Southern girl from Virginia and from Alabama. So thank you so much for asking me that question, because as I said, I love talking about where I'm from. Very nice. But I actually now live in Berlin, Germany. So I am an American living in Germany. So very good. The next question I thought was very interesting. Why can't I feel my improvement while learning English? And I think this is a question that everybody who is learning um, a foreign language probably has this question and has this feeling at some point in their language learning journey. I know I feel that way about my German learning. And I'm just going to tell you that I have this sort of image of a, a staircase. Somebody told me this analogy a while back and it really stuck with me that, you know, if you think about language learning as, a, as walking up a staircase, right? You know, there are some parts where it's a little bit flat. And then you go to the next part and it's a little bit flat and you go to the next part and then it's a little bit flat, right? But you're still climbing the staircase. And I think if you sort of focus on learning as much as you can at each level, then you will, even though you might not feel it, over time you will sort of you will sort of notice the progression. Now, it might not come as quickly as you'd like, right? If we if if there was a way to learn a language quickly and we would feel it and be able to just immediately start speaking, it wouldn't be a journey, right? It wouldn't be the journey that it is. But I would say appreciate the journey as you are traveling on it and take in as much as you can at every level. And I promise you, even though it may not feel like you are improving or you're progressing, I promise you that you actually are, okay? So 
That is, but that's a very good question. I think it's quite a philosophical one, all right? So maybe we'll talk about that more a little later, okay? Very good. Um, this was another question that I got a few times. How can I improve my listening skills? Well, you can watch Chatterbug streams, of course. <laughs> so we focus a lot on listening comprehension in our streams where we're talking and then we give you quizzes to make sure you understood everything that you heard. So that's obviously going to be my first piece of advice, but there are other tools to help with listening comprehension as well, right? And so one of the things that I would say is you would maybe want to do um, listen to podcasts. I love podcasts so much because you can just listen to them. There's no visual. So you're all, you're focusing completely on your auditory skills, right? Your listening comprehension skills. And the great thing about a podcast is that you can pause it. You can go back, listen to it again, right? If you hear a word that you don't necessarily understand, you can write that word down and then go and look it up. So podcasts are great learning, um, listening comprehension tools. Now, this is a shameless plug. I actually did a fictional podcast a couple of years ago, sponsored, written, directed, produced by Chatterbug Studios, and it's called Hot as Ice, and you could definitely have a listen to that. It's it's a really an interesting mystery um, kind of um, podcast, so it's in the Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts and also on Spotify, so you can go and check that out if you want to hear more of my voice. <laughs> okay, very good. Next question, how can I improve my speaking in English? I got this question several times. I think I got it in the last Q&A as well. This is always the question that everybody wants to know. How can I improve my speaking in English or in any other language that I'm studying? Now, I'm going to say, um, I'll give you a couple of tips, um, a few of them that um, cost money. But so the first First option is if you live in a, in a place where that language is spoken, obviously you want to try to find as many um, situations as you can to actually speak the language. Unfortunately, there's no way around improving your speaking without actually speaking. So you can also, if you don't live in, the, in a country where that language is spoken, then you can try to find a tandem partner, right? And it's usually easy to find those um, on Reddit or on um, social media. So that would be sort of my first free piece of advice. Now, Chatterbug, we actually have within our app, in our streams app, you might have noticed that there's a club tab. And in that um, feature of the app, you can actually, after watching the streams, you can actually have a study group session with a native uh, English speaker, and you can speak with about five other um, five other students, and you can practice your speaking. And so, because the group is quite small, it's only six people with a um, tutor, then you get lots of opportunities to speak. All right, so that's one paid feature that we have in the app that you are welcome to try out. Now, there's also our, another part of our product chat, here at Chatterbug is live lessons where you would speak with a native, English, a native English speaker or a native speaker of the target language for 45 minutes. So you get very specific curated practice 
and correction and guidance. And so that will also help to improve your speaking. So there's no way around improving your speaking other than just finding as many opportunities as you can to actually speak the language, okay? Very good, so thank you for that question. I got that one about five times, I believe. Okay, um, next. So how can I make sure I'm using the correct prepositions? That's a great question. Prepositions in um, any language are really tough to learn, mostly because we use them frequently and prepositions, sorry, as an example, are words like to, at, under, over, about, those are prepositions. So they are words that have a very special function in a sentence, but we don't really always have a specific meaning for them. And so because of that, it can be very difficult to use the correct one and to, um, to know when to use the correct one. So we've actually just started a little series called All About Prepositions in the English streaming, uh, in English streams, where we are, will focus specifically on learning prepositions in combination with other words, right? So if you think about the, the verb listen, and you learn the preposition, you just learn the preposition that goes along with that verb. So listen to. Or another um, verb preposition combination, worry about or laugh at. So my advice would be the best way to learn prepositions is to learn how, learn them in pairs and learn them with the other words that they go with. That's the best way to learn them and to practice them. And check out our All About Prepositions streams. Very good. So next question, how can I learn something? That was a huge question. I am not an expert at how to learn anything. I'm an expert maybe at how to learn certain things in English, in the English language, but I am not an expert, but there has been actually a lot of books written about this. I have one book in particular to, um, to recommend to you. It's called Learn Better, and it's um, the author gives lots of different strategies on how to learn things and how to become an expert at different topics. And um, the cool thing about reading a book to learn how to learn better is that you are getting tips while also practicing your reading comprehension. And reading comprehension and reading books is going to be the easiest way to help us build our vocabulary. So you get a twofer uh, with, this, with this one, okay? Very good. Um, next question. When should I use I haven't been to and I haven't gone to? What's the difference? Now this one kind of stopped me a little bit. I had to think about that, okay? Um, but I'm glad that you asked this question. So the difference between, so we know I haven't been to, I haven't gone to, are both examples of the present perfect, right? I talked about that a little bit in the last stream, last Q&A stream. Now in the positive, we would say, I've been to South Africa three times, right? And so been is, is the state of being, I've been there, I was there, right? That's been is the past participle of 
to be, okay? I've been there. I was there at some point and I went three times, right? Now, we could also say he's gone or I've gone to a place, but that means that I haven't returned. So he's gone to Ireland, but he'll be back next week. So he's he went there because gone is a part of go, which talks about sort of in the process of traveling, right? In the process of going somewhere. So he's gone to Ireland, but he's actually not back yet, okay? Now that's how it works in the positive, but the person's question was specifically about how to use it in the negative, and that's the part that kind of stomped me. Now, most oftentimes, if you use this structure, I haven't, then you're probably going to want to use been right? Because there is no travel involved when you're sort of using the past, when I mean, you're using the present perfect, okay? So I haven't been to Australia yet. More, more oftentimes than not, you'll probably want to say, I haven't been somewhere. Now, the thing is, we can colloquially, right? There are times where we have expressions in English, so something like go to the movies. So if you wanna talk about going to the movies, then you can use, we haven't gone to the movies in ages. So this is sort of more of like an expression. Now, if you're talking about the sort of grammar thing in particular, I would say you mostly wanna say I haven't been. But if it's, a, if it's a, an expression, go somewhere, then you can say, like, we haven't gone. We haven't gone to the movies in ages, right? So that's probably an example of where you would use gone, okay, as opposed to been. But most times, you're gonna say, I haven't been somewhere. Okay, very good. And I think this might be our last question for the day. How can I use had and has in a sentence? Good question. Now, these are two different verb tenses, right? Had is past tense, has is present tense, but it's present tense in saying she has, he has, it has. Okay, so if we wanna use had in a sentence, again, past tense, I had a bad dream last night, right? And had is a past tense of to have. I had a bad dream last night. Or we had Chinese food for dinner. Now, in this case, had kind of takes the place of ate, right? Instead of saying we ate Chinese food last night, we can say we had Chinese food for dinner last night. Um, you can also say she had a doctor's appointment yesterday. She had a doctor's appointment yesterday. Um, in the present tense, she has a doctor's appointment this morning, right? Because that's today, right? That's present tense. Now, you don't want to say I has Never, I have. I have a doctor's appointment this morning. But has, she has a doctor's appointment this morning. Okay, very good. I'm so sorry I didn't get to pay so much attention to the chat, but I will look at all the questions that you posted there and I will make sure that I address them in the next stream, okay? So thank you so much for joining. I will see you next time.